Welcome to Happy Hour, Happy Wednesday, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. All you lovers out there. I'm sure there's a couple of you who aren't just complete, bitter, you know, lonely a-holes that listen to this show. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Right, it's, right. It's entirely should, possible. Solid State Radio should have like a love lines or something like that. Desperate and dateless. Do you remember that from the old days? Oh, yeah. WTRX 1330. Oh, that, we, I, we used to listen to that as a family. <laughs> we'd like go out to like a Bonanza or Big Boy or something like that. And on the way back, we'd listen to Desperate and Dateless. <laughs> oh my God. That, that I think is a little bit before my time. Yeah. Like it might have literally been before I was born, but. That, Actually, yeah, I think it was. That's a that's a great concept for a show. Like, yeah. Uh, people just call in and start hooking up. <laughs> Probably like the first person like, yeah, I met this woman on uh, your show, Desperate and Dateless, and now she uh, killed my cat. Dug up my trees, uh, <laughs> put me on a sex offender list, and uh, yeah, your show sucks. <laughs> yeah, you really got to kind of wonder about the quality of people you're attracting on a show like that. Yeah, I desperate and dateless. I like a woman that can't run too fast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, I mean, that's... It, it certainly seems like that's the, the the caliber of of people you're probably going to be dating on, that sh- on a show like that. Like, I, I can't imagine you're getting the... The highest quality right. uh, singles. <laughs> no. Hi, Desperate Dayless. I just want a guy who has a goddamn job. <laughs> <laughs> and not in radio. <laughs> oh, well, see, now there's your problem. That's, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> right? Somebody who doesn't live with his mother. Okay, you just want to. You just want the moon and stars, don't you, bitch? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like, uh, good Lord, there's no satisfying this woman, is there? <laughs> well, hello, princess. <laughs> Not, someone's got standards. I want somebody who, I want somebody whose credit score is in three digits, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you calling this show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those people don't listen to this crap. <laughs> yeah, uh, my credit score isn't high. It's a 99. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> It's almost a hundred, hundred percent, right? <laughs> that's totally how that works. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's something. One of these years, we maybe we should try that on this show. But also, I really don't want to be responsible for any of our listeners hooking up. No, and the, no. The, uh, the not particularly good that comes from that. Right, right. Well, it could just be hi. I, I like I like football. Uh, <laughs> I just want to drive win around to parties. I promise not to touch them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take run apart. Nothing weird about that, and uh, just and anytime they ask me anything about my interests, I just tell them to listen to my podcast. You should listen to my podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm Ray <Ren> Romano. <laughs> God, we're just gonna pile on this guy something fierce this week. Oh, I, but, deser- I deserve it. I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but how do you really feel? Oh yeah. So it, from going from that, let's go ahead and, uh, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey if we must. Oh, hockey night in Canada. Well, because the the main side, I'm not going to make us drag out the Wings debacle from last night. Cause yeah, I'd like to thank the Edmonton Oilers for uh, taking the Wings under the wing behind the woodshed and teaching them how hockey is supposed to be played. Thank you. Thank you. I think uh, the Red Wings are now PhDs 
uh, after the clinic the Oilers put on him. That was that was rough. So what happened? To, I I missed the first part of the game. What happened to Billy Huso? <laughs> Billy Huso comes back from an injury. He was injured uh, against Anaheim the tail end of December. He has not played. Uh, in the NHL in 2024. Had a pretty decent conditioning stint for the Griffins. Comes back five minutes in. He lets in one goal, and he's out with an injury. Lovely. Huso. (laughs) (laughs) He's out. Fabry's out for personal reasons. I mean, he's had, like, most of the year off for, uh, you know, injury, but he's like, you know what? I I, I shouldn't make fun of it because it probably could be something very serious, but he's supposed to be back Thursday. Is he? Yes. All right. That that's what Derek Lalonde's saying is that he will be back with the team more than likely Thursday night. I, I hope so. But yeah, uh, Edmonton Oilers they fired their coach, bring a, uh, Woodcroft, and they brought in. They like coaches with the words Wood, Knob, and Cock in there. I'm I'm not saying anything about the GM for uh, the Oilers, but kind of something's kind of showing. Knobcroft, <laughs> uh, whatever his name is. Knobcroft. Knobcroft. <laughs> Knobcock. Uh, Knobcock. <laughs> I apologize to Chris hey, Knobcock. Yeah, sorry about that. But, yeah, he comes in, and they have been absolutely dom- dominant. Uh, they've lost here and there, but, I mean, they showed the wings why they have been so hot, why they're, why they're probably going to climb towards the top of the Western Conference. Connor McDavid with six assists on the night. Just an absolute beast out there. And you got goals from uh, Cody Cece. You got uh, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins lighting the lamp a couple times. You've got Leon Dreisaitl. Just, he, he's the one who uh, really burned Huso. And I think, I don't know, maybe maybe it wasn't like a lower it, body image, uh, lower body injury. Like they said, maybe it's just like, he, he hurt his fifis. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> I mean, it was it was bad. Uh that was you did get goals from you did get four goals from the wings, Kane, Perron, Debrinket, and Valeno. You also got no defense. No defense. No. I mean, we're looking at Debrinket minus three, Mo Sider minus four. What's going on with Mo Sider? Something he is snake bit. You have Larkin a minus three. Yeah. I mean, Vili Huso leaves the game with an eight fifty seven save percentage, and that was the best. He made five say uh, six saves. Excuse me. Uh, but then Alex Lyon, who has done well, hung him out to dry. There was no, there was no relief for him unless a, uh, you know, Newsy wanted to go ahead and put on the gear. Seven fifty nine save percentage with twenty two saves. Not a good night for the Wings. Now they go into Vancouver, Vancouver. Who they? Uh, okay, they did beat them earlier, but now they're in British Columbia playing. Uh, Canucks. And it took OT uh, to do it. Yeah, yeah. And the Canucks a walk off have, gritty from Jake Wallman. Yeah, and the Canucks have been stellar this entire season. I mean, it, and now now they're looking at a uh, who they just get um, uh, from Calgary. I can't remember who. A big name. Big Mar- no Markstrom. No, he's up for uh, no no no. Trade. no, no. Uh, oh my God! Somebody's screaming at the radio right now. Come on, jerk! Come on! You know what we're talking about. Oh. Elias Lindholm. Elias Lindholm. Yeah. Was a Calgary Flame. He got a, uh, a call from the governor right before his execution, and he's now Vancouver Canuck and doing quite well. And Vancouver, I, I did not see them doing this well. No, I don't think a lot of people did. I know I certainly didn't. I, one news a note back to uh, Edmonton for a second. I mean, Edmonton loses one of their first games under their new coach against 
L.A. Kings, who had just fired Todd McClellan. They got their uh, uh, interim coach. I don't know this cat's name, but he gets his first win. Quinton Byfield goes to get the game puck to give to the coach, and one of the Oilers players grabbed it and went and give it up. Wouldn't give up the game puck. The uh, linesmen, the refs, had to get involved <laughs> to, That's get, awesome. to get this puck. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like, screw them. Screw the Kings anyway. Jim Hiller apparently is this guy's name. Okay. Yes. I, have, I know absolutely nothing about him other than he is currently the head coach of the Los Angeles Kings of the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing else. Well, it's hockey. Is it, pronoun- is it possible it's pronounced Yaim Heiler? You know, it wouldn't surprise me. It could be. It's entirely know. possible that that's the case. Well, congrats to him on his first, his first win. Uh, but, I mean, what the Kings are in free fall. They're so he, he apparently played for the Red Wings, if, you'll believe, if you can believe that. Probably during the 80s when nobody gave a damn. You know, that's entirely possible. He, he played a grand total of 63 games in the NHL. Okay. For like 10 different teams. Yep. And uh, the Wings were one of them. Okay. From, he played almost exclusively in the 90, he played from 92 to 94, and pretty much all of that was in the year 93. He played uh, a total of 40 games with the Kings, 21 games with the Red Wings, and then two games with the Rangers the next season, and then that was the last anyone ever heard of him until now. So, uh, I'm sorry, what did you say his position? He Before? was a uh, left wing. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, he was still... With the uh, the wings at the start of the Russian Five, he was there with Iserman and, and uh, uh, and you know when they were starting to show a little bit of life. Right, but he was only there for literally twenty games. I forgot he was an assistant coach apparently from twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen. Then he he was uh, Hiller what for the Wings? Yeah, he was an assistant under Mike Babcock. Then followed up to the Maple Leafs. No kidding. Okay. He was an assistant under Barry Trotz. He was an assistant under uh, McClellan, of course, and then now this. <laughs> and <the laughs> Oilers didn't want to give him the puck. Uh, Canadian teams are have been really chippy. We can talk about more about that, <laughs> Morgan Riley. Uh, right? Yeah. There's, yeah. There's there, there's a lot of just weird stuff going on with uh, with all that. So we got a lot to we we do have a lot to get to. Kind of an action packed yeah. show today. Good to do. So uh, we'll get to all that stuff next at Happy Hour at Solid State Radio. It's happy hour, and if there's one thing we've tried to impart upon our listeners over the years, it's that public displays of affection or grand public gestures are 95.99.9% of the time a bad idea. This guy found that out the hard way. A viral TikTok prompted a conversation about public displays of affection after a woman rejected a man allegedly in front of their college class of over 100 people. <gasps> oh, Jesus. In the video, a man is seen on one knee as he lists off all the reasons why he likes her. Quote, you've got the whole package, face, personality, it's there. The man that apologizes to someone, presumably the professor, as he says he just had to do this because she just looks too damn good. The man then asks the woman to be his girlfriend, to which she wastes no time saying, um, no. She then turns her chair away from him as the classroom erupts into laughter. The video since received over 600,000 views. The comment section mostly defended the woman, saying the man was in the wrong for the way he went about this. Oh, yeah, 600,001 with me. Yeah. Like, he only talked about her looks. He doesn't even know her personality, one person said. That, that attention-seeking issue is an immediate no. He would have privately asked for a date if he was serious. He was looking for that grandiose, grandiose thing. He was probably having somebody film it, 
on his on his end, or that's probably how they got they got it there. He was like filming it, thinking, uh, "Oh, clearly she's gonna say yes because oh, yeah, she was absolutely. gonna turn. She was gonna say no to me. I'm a college stud. Wait a minute, she's in college. Oh, sh- I got gotta rethink my plan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you said public display of affection, I'm thought maybe seeing somebody hold hands, uh, kissing in public, uh, some over the jeans action in a movie theater. Um, but I mean, yeah, the whole." proposal in public thing uh i am entirely opposed to it of a marriage is is cringe anyway yeah but when you're just asking somebody out on a date to be a to be a girlfriend now they haven't even gone on a date i don't even know these two people have talked to each other before this this moment douchebag he probably is like uh, he dropped a pencil and she picked it up for him and uh, sported a little bit of cleavage here you go and he's just like, oh. And now he's uh, got a half uh, a chub he, just from that. Yeah, but for him to just uh, have such a public display uh, not of douchebaggery. Fe- douchebaggery. I'm not even, it's not even affection. It's not like it, kissing it, it, or holding. It's uh, yeah, a public display of, oh, I think you're hot. Will you go out with me? But what basically what he said was, he's like, I claim this in the name of my country. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, pretty much. You don't, you don't do that. And he learned that the hard way, didn't he? Yeah, there is nothing I hate more than the, uh, than, yeah, the, the, the public marriage proposals, like the public, you know, grand, like, what, they're showing up on some girl's lawn while you go to prom with me and putting her on the spot and stuff. Like, a lot of those are, they're already boyfriend and girlfriend. And yeah. So, and and they in, in those cases, okay, whatever. And then I, I also still don't want to see it on, you know, all over social media anyway. Yeah. But for, yeah. if you don't already have a relationship with this person, the sweeping grand gesture is always a terrible idea and you should never do it. <laughs> yeah. Once, I mean, a uh, relationship is... And it's nucleus, a very private thing. Once you're trying to start out a relationship while bringing in a hundred people and your professor into it. Who's probably really not happy this class is getting interrupted for this crap. He's underpaid. He's pissed off. He's probably hung over from the night before. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because you know there's like some community college or something. like Don Quixote looking... It's like, I'm not getting paid enough for this. I work at effing Mott. I'm hungover as all hell. Can we just move this along? Oh, God. I, I know a couple of people that when I, went, when I was going to Mott, if I was to be like, hey, everybody, I want to get on one knee and ask this strange person uh, to go out with me and be my girlfriend, I know a couple of guys. One of them uh, was uh, uh, Professor Car- uh, Cornelius. He was, for my biology... He would be like, "See this guy crash and burn. Let's fucking let's effing do this." <laughs> <laughs> he would he would show up with a, a, a like a blazer and a kiss t shirt. I'm like, "That's my dude, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and I'm sure it was funny to, in the class to watch this whole thing crash and burn. But no, like yeah. I, I, the the public proposal, the public you know asking some the grand gesture, hate it. Yeah. Never like like, and yeah, I yeah. I can't imagine doing that to. To Rachel, I mean, yeah, we'll ask since you're obviously a married man these days. Yeah, well, how did second you, time around, man? How did you propose to Dorothy? <laughs> we were both on our backs. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was just one of those things. It was just like I had been thinking about it for a long time, and it was just 
we che- she checked all the boxes and we were just at home by ourselves no kids i don't even i think we were watching something stupid like van wilder or something like that and i just yeah, she's like you know i really can't see myself any, with anybody but you blah blah we were we were i'm not going to gross anybody out cuz people are probably eat, sitting down to dinner they're probably already like how gross of a proposal was this? You no, were just no. going into in-depth detail about the about the sex you have? Like no 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 we were fully clothed. I was joking about that. She we were sitting there, I was like, well, you know what? How about we how about we we do that? I think it's a natural step. Let's get married. And she's like, okay. And that was years ago. We have been engaged for a long time. Right. Before we got married. I see, how long were you guys engaged for? Jeez, I was still living in Lapeer in my broken down trailer when we got engaged. Okay, so it's been a minute then. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm talking 2016, 2017. Did you even have a ring when you did it? No, no, I had no plan. I just, we, we kind of talked about it. Uh, yeah, finally got our ring afterwards. We, we have done everything so back ass where it's. it's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Hallmark is not making a movie on our love story. I'm just going to tell I imagine you that. not. Yes. I can't imagine Hallmark exactly making making one about Rachel and I either, because again, there's there's far too much swearing and too much booze for that to be allowed on on Hallmark. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you proposed to her? No, okay. not yet. Okay, there, <laughs> you're talking about like a lot of swearing. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, but I'm gonna be well. I mean, that'd be our love story in general, not the proposal necessarily. I will probably be drunk when it happens. But <laughs> hey, baby. You take me. <laughs> no, wait. That's that's the thing the priest's supposed to ask later. Um, baby, will you will you make me the happiest mother ever on this on the on earth and and marry my sorry ass? <laughs> All right, awesome. I'll pass up. <laughs> For a comedic result, he actually flops himself onto the ground. I'll be fine. Yeah. He, he, fine. I, I, this is the happiest day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> happiest day. Of, this will be the best now hangover ever. <laughs> give me a what you call it. <laughs> By everybody a shot, I tell them where to. Yeah, sir. This is, <laughs> sir, this is the drunk tank at the police station. <laughs> Rachel's picking you up. <laughs> Oh, great. So she, at least the, the important guy, thing is that she's here. The guys in the back go, yeah, I'll have one. <laughs> Break out the toilet Merlot. <laughs> it is happy hour at South Sea Radio, and Valentine's Day is officially upon us. And if you're anything like me and this guy here, you probably waited until the last possible second and possibly even today to do your Valentine's shopping. We're definitely better than... Some of these people I found on BuzzFeed. Um, oh boy, yeah, just like I apparently have to fill out this, you know, damn surveys. Uh, 27 awful Valentine's Day gifts that'll make you glad you're single. And I went through these, and the, these people, the, the, the absolute balls on some of these people. Oh my god, oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm terrible at gift giving, I suck at gift giving, but you know. I mean, these guys make me look awesome. Yeah. I'm not the greatest at it either. I mean, what have I... Like, like gift giving has never been my forte, especially when it comes to Valentine's Day. Like, I, like, I don't buy... Like, a lot of people buy, like, you know, jewelry and such. I'm not 
Rachel says I'm good at the like picking out jewelry when I actually do it, but like I feel like I suck at this. Like it, I don't know what I'm looking for. I yeah. I don't know what kind of stones or what. I don't, I don't know what gemstone coordinates with your birthday or whatever the hell. I don't I don't know my <laughs> what my damn astrological sign is for Christ's sake. So yeah. <laughs> you know th- this is not my forte, man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tells me Rachel's getting a six pack. <laughs> You know, I have actually done that before. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Six pack and some Red Wings tickets. Oh, yeah. that That's kind of cool, though. I've actually done uh, two two or three years I've done uh, Wings games on Valentine's Day or thereabouts. Not too shabby. One nice. with Rachel, one with an ex, one with another girl that I wasn't dating. And most of them... For the most part, good times. The first girl was like a diehard Wings fan, so like, sure. you know, we were right behind the penalty box. So she's like, oh nice, heckle, you know, heckling. Uh, I think it was Mike Ribeiro because they were, we were playing the Dallas Stars <laughs> at the time, and just giving him the business. It was it was pretty it was pretty damn awesome, really. Rachel gets into it too. Like she she doesn't like to watch sports on TV, but when she goes to a to a sporting event, yeah, she definitely she she enjoys it. She gets into it. The other the other person the, the other person I had taken on a, a Valentine. Day one year to Wings game, absolutely just hated it. Didn't want to be there, like didn't like when everyone else is getting up and cheering. She's one person just sitting, sitting there in her seat the whole damn time. When yeah, you know, we're about to score a goal or whatever. Like yeah, like why did you even come to this damn thing? Because <laughs> you wanted to go. It's all you. Yeah, something. Actually, that that one I don't think. No, was that one of Valentine's Day? I don't. I can't remember now. I was. Yeah. I was really drunk at the time. Who knows? <laughs> but th- it has worked out more often than not. Right. These poor people. One person says, "I got a T-shirt with a picture of my boyfriend on it that had a poem on the back detailing how awesome and sweet he was. He bought you a T-shirt with his picture on it. What an asshole." Okay, I've. I can honestly say I've. I've never done that. Mostly because what, then I'd have to look at it, and I don't want to look at my face on <laughs> someone's shirt. Screw that. That's just weird. Uh, I was a, oh, this, this poor person. I was about to move eight hours away for a life-saving saving lung transplant, and was on oxygen 24-7. My boyfriend of four years bought me jeans because he was tired of me, quote, not caring about my appearance and wanting me to dress nicer. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's great and all that you're going and getting this life-saving, you know, medical procedure, but have you ever really considered that you look like kind of an effing slob? You ever <laughs> sat and really thought about that? Here, here you go. You Here's some nice, really tight, you know, constricting jeans for you. Yeah, how about you How about you dress and take my breath away? Huh? <laughs> Why is it always going to be about you? He goes on to say, I was literally dying, and this could have could have been our last Valentine's Day together, and he was worried about me dressing nicer. She says, I got that transplant, dumped him, and never looked back. Good. Yep. Good on you. Absolutely. My first boyfriend in high school gave me a shoebox, not wrapped or anything, just an old shoebox filled with latex condoms. I'm allergic to latex and lube. This That was it. Oh. They were just thrown in a shoebox that was given to me in front of my parents. He also encouraged me to open in front of my parents, so I did. Needless to say, I was mortified. We weren't even sleeping together and never did. <laughs> yeah, that if you want a guaranteed way to make sure that you're not going to get laid, that's it right there. Lube. I mean, wow, pretty uh, presumptuous, dude. Right? Very very much so. And the fact that she's allergic to, to that and the latex and everything else, so yeah. you're also actively trying to kill her. That's, that's always a great way to... Uh, 
to maintain a relationship, I find. Well, someone tells me, he, he may not have known. It doesn't sound like they were at that point in their relationship, but he was being presumptuous. But in front of her parents? Yeah, I why mean, would you do that in front of, your, in front of her folks? <laughs> like, that's also a good way to get escorted off of their property with a shotgun pointed in your face, man. Oh, God, yes. Can you imagine? God, oh, I, my God. And I'll pull that and... I, I mean, it uh, at, on Rachel, like, yeah, I'd be getting marched out of the damn house, like by your ear, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you go on, get, get, yeah. Uh, this poor person says, My boyfriend drew me pictures of people having sex in different positions, it was awkward. Did what he was drawing pictures of people banging in all kinds of different, like, he's coming up with his own little Kama Sutra book. Oh. Maybe. Were these like positions that he wants to try, or has he just been watching too much porn here? Maybe a little column A, a little column B. Sounds like it, man. Good God. That's. that's I, I mean, can't imagine really good, staying with that person for much longer. Maybe, I don't know. That maybe he was like really trying to turn her on, show show how good he was drawing. As it turns I mean, out, it was just it's just stick figures. You stick figures, <laughs> or or it was just like you know uh, Mickey Mouse plowing Minnie Mouse or something like that. Right. Ha <laughs> ha. Take it. <laughs> right. That's that that that's one way to uh, I guess breach the topic of your weird fetish, man. Someone tells me this next guy was a baller on a budget. This woman says, "Been I got, there." I, yeah, we've all been there. I got a used stained coffee mug with and a tiny box of chocolates that were drawn all over with marker. I thought it was cute until I noticed that the scribbles were covered in writing that said, "Happy Valentine's Day, love Grandma." <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow, regifting on Valentine's Day—that—that's just the worst. Jeez, <laughs> who does this? <laughs> These can't be real. I don't know. These poor people. This one person says, I got an e-card that said, just remember, this Valentine's Day, blowjobs are like flowers for men. <laughs> and <laughs> then he showed up two hours late for their date. <laughs> Apparently that's the part he was really hoping to skip directly to. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess all the restaurants are closed. I guess we're just going to skip. No? Okay. I'll go I'll go away. Yeah, I'll, I'll go off myself now. Yeah. My <laughs> this my ex gave me a handful of seeds. He said he was allergic to flowers, so I could grow my own. They weren't even a bag or anything. He just took them out of his pocket. <laughs> Here. <laughs> you can grow. That That's a, probably the least worst of these on the list, but still, here here's a bunch of seeds. I'm allergic to flowers, so, like, <laughs> so grow your own, bitch. <laughs> grow your own Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, awful. One person got a teddy bear that said, "Who's your daddy?" Yeah, that's that's. That can be a little weird, I guess. Have, I'd have to know the uh, if that was a a normal thing that they would say to each other, or you know, I guess I need more context. Yeah, yeah. It seems like there's a, a bit of context being left out there yeah. for sure. Like, like <laughs> is that like a normal thing that comes up in your relationship? Which also, I, I'm just gonna say at the. The, the daddy thing's just a, such an off-putting thing to me. Yeah, as far I mean, as like a you know a bedroom kind of like I don't want to think about you know your da- being your your daddy or whatever. That just that's just weird to me. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's some people get off on that. I, I who's guess. Your da- who's your daddy? <laughs> right. <laughs> not not me. 
It'd be really awkward if I were. Yeah, right. Well, want to come back and do some more of these then? Sure, sure. It is happy hour at Solid State Radio. Stick around. It is happy hour. He's Adam Harehuck. I'm Sean Cantwell. And we're not exactly great gift givers when it comes to, you know, romantic holidays and what have you. But at least we're better at it than these people. These people? Oh, my God. We've read some really good ones. Woman writes in, says, My boyfriend of four years printed out 12 red roses on printer paper and laid them out on the floor, and that was it. No note, just 12 pieces of paper. Oh, well, that's definitely something. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to buy roses, just printed them off on paper. There you go. Here's your roses, bitch. Right. There you go. (laughs) She said, I had to pick up the paper roses before a cat shredded them. (laughs) Isn't that romantic? (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty expensive, honey. Have you seen the seen the price of printer, printer paper ink these days and paper? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's expensive as all hell. Like I, I went through a lot for this. Really, you should you should appreciate that. My ex gave me a bike. It was actually a very nice present, ex- present except that I already had one that I liked. He just gave me the new one because he thought my current bike was too masculine. He also refused to spend any time with me that day because he'd gotten me such an expensive present. What? That, he refused it, to spend the day with her because he got her an expensive... Is that how that works? Uh, apparently he's thinking, okay, well, my job's done. I can go play Xbox or hang out with my friends. Bye. Right. My work is done here. Peace out, bitches. Yeah. Take your feminine bike and go ride around somewhere. That's awful, man. Like, I, I can't imagine. I mean, now, granted, this year on Valentine's Day, I'm not going to end up spending a lot of time with Rachel because, well... I have to work right. here and the other gig. But I can't imagine like having the day off like, you know what? I- I'm just going to go hang with the boys or play some Call of Duty or something. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, bitch. See you later. This one person says, uh, my ex got me knee-high striped socks because he said I'd look sexy in them. Okay. Not bad. Okay, fair. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cute. Okay. And here's where it takes a hard right turn. Until I thought it was cute until he bought a nearly identical, slightly racier pair for his quote unquote platonic friend of her for her birthday. And that's how I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me. <laughs> that's wow. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, the gift in itself, not terrible. No. But you yeah. don't give it to your platonic friend. Right. Yeah. Totally platonic, quote unquote. Uh, my ex made us dinner reservations at a nice steakhouse, which he canceled. To try to make up for it, he wrote me a note and spelled my name wrong. We'd been together for over a year. How? <laughs> how do? Uh, this is where I normally ask, how the hell do people still manage to do this? But at the same point in time, I have people who've known me for like 10 friggin' years who still misspell my name. Oh, they're just, at at yeah. least in my case, I wasn't dating any of those people, but still. Still, yeah. Especially... Right. Especially when literally all it takes is a cursory glance of my social media. Like, I have people who still send me Facebook messages that F up my name when it's literally written right there above you. (laughs) It's literally right above where you're typing. How do you still get my name wrong? Well, I just like this spelling better. (laughs) Yeah, I I think your name should be spelled that way. So I fear if I do it long enough, you'll just accept it eventually. (laughs) Like, I've never understood that. My ex got me a package of, what the hell are these, Medjool dates? Does that ring a bell? I have no effing clue. My ex got me a package of Medjool dates with a note that read, here's some dates because I know you'll never be able to get any others from anyone else. (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> it was her ex. Okay. That's terrible. Wow. Who does this? What a douchebag. Right? Like, <laughs> like, move on with your life. Well, at, at, at that point, is that where you just send back, like, you know, the... Some some lotion, some Kleenex, because you're never gonna get laid by anybody else. That's right. Or a, a selfie with a dick in your mouth. Right. It looks look like I did okay. Right. Uh, I saw a teddy bear and a dozen roses on the counter at home. He got super excited. Thinking my boyfriend was surprising me. When he walked in, I hugged him and said, oh, babe, how sweet. I love them. He goes, oh, the UPS guy couldn't get to our neighbor to answer, so he asked if I could give those to them when he got home. They're not for you. He didn't give me anything. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. Like, I'm sorry. At that point, I'm just ta- if If just random gifts show up like that at my house, like... I don't care if they are actually for the neighbors. I'm taking I'm taking this, and you're and she's yeah. getting it now. That's how this works. Hey, neighbor, did uh, somebody drop off some flowers and some candy? Nope. No, no, no. Don't know no. what you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't get anything <laughs> over here. Uh, my ex-boyfriend gave me a card with weird stick figure drawings of two people at arm's length doing the awkward middle school dance. Above the two fi- figures were our names with little arrows pointing to our respective figures saying, Sydney and Alex equals great friends. What the the full friend zones, the full friend zones me after we've been dating for like four months on Valentine's Day. What the? Wow! (laughs) What an idiot! Quite frankly, that much of a friend at that point either. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I know we've been we've been dating for four months, but I don't I only see us as friends. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, right. You could have waited till like the next the day after. Yeah, you literally couldn't wait until. Or or do it before like that's I mean, just a he's, garbage he's, thing to do. He's forgetting about Valentine's Day nookie. It must have been they must have been young. It must have been young kids, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's all I can figure because yeah, Valent- Valentine's Day sex you'd think would be worth. Yeah, yeah, I mean if you're gonna break up with somebody, go ahead. But you know, at least get one more. At day. least get some before yeah. you do. Yeah, right. I mean, God, <laughs> break what's up with somebody on Valentine's Day, you. Dumbass! What a dumbass! My ex boy, my ex boyfriend broke up with me on Valentine's Day by writing an article about me in the local newspaper. My entire family read details about our relationship that I never wanted anyone to know. Mm. Who the? <laughs> wow! He broke up with her in the newspaper. He wrote an article for the newspaper, and the newspaper's like, "Oh, cool! Let's stop the presses." <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, clearly we need to run this. Yeah, it looks like it was a slow news day. It's like, oh, here's somebody's really slandering his girlfriend. All right, well, let's go ahead and run this. <laughs> and the whole family's reading it. Wow, that's <laughs> that's just got to make it feel really good, doesn't it? Oh, God. My ex got me frozen flowers he stole from a local cemetery. <laughs> That's bad juju, man. That's bad karma. Yeah, that that you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna get haunted for that. Do you, do you like having ghosts showing up at your house? Because that's how you get ghosts, man. <laughs> oh, these flowers are beautiful. R.I.P. What, what the hell? <laughs> like how? Really? I want well, how, stands for a really important, really impressive pussy. I don't know. <laughs> like what? I, what I want to know is how did she come to find out that they were stolen from a graveyard? Like, was did he tell her this? Did like someone from the graveyard show up? Like, hey, we, those we know, look familiar. <laughs> like, hey, we, we we know that you're uh, we know your guy stole these from from our uh, <laughs> from this grave. Could we get him back? <laughs> what an asshole! Like, wow. 
Also frozen flowers? How? Because it was probably it was February, so it was cold. Yeah, that makes sense. He's like, oh, oh no, I gotta get some flowers. I'll stop by the I'll stop by the convenience store. Ah, Wait a minute, isn't that a graveyard? Oh, those are some nice looking flowers. (laughs) Yoink! (laughs) Right? That's that is just asking to be like that. That's like you know being living in an Indian burial ground, man. Like you're you're just gonna be haunted forever now. (laughs) That's all there is to it. Okay. My boyfriend at the time thought it would be funny to send me a get well soon balloon at school. Instead of fi- instead of spending the day feeling special, I got continually continually asked what was wrong with me and if I was okay. <laughs> yeah, like what what is the explanation that's, behind that's this? Funny. Well, first of all, why is she walking around all day with a get well soon? Just get rid of the balloon. Right. Oh, like, oh he bought it for me. Yeah, he bought it for you to make fun of you. Yeah, why would you keep that around? Like, yeah, <laughs> put it in your locker or something, or I don't know, pop the damn thing. I don't yeah, care. Tell, tell him, like, well, yeah, get well soon because he gave me chlamydia. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Like he's breaking the he's he's breaking the news that he gave her an STD, but did, yeah. wasn't quite sure how to deliver the message. Yeah. Hallmark doesn't really have a card that says you might want to get yourself checked. No, maybe it should though. My high school boyfriend gave me a used dog toy as a dolph of a dolphin. Does she at least have a dog? <laughs> a used dog toy of a dolphin. Oh my! Like, God. what am I supposed to do with this? I don't even have a dog. What Smells kids, like man? Dog slobber. What in the hell? Right. Nothing says I love you like dog slobber. <laughs> well, when when he's bent over putting his clothes back on, give him the dog's bone. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, do we got time for a couple more? Or do we want to? Take yeah, a break? let's go ahead and. Okay. My now ex picked me up in a limo, took me to the fanciest hotel in town, wined and dined me all uh, Valentine's Day weekend. When he brought me back home via limo, he says, "Oh, your half of the cost is four hundred fifty bucks. Can you write me a check?" <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who d- who are these people that do this, and how the hell do they ever get any ever? Right. Like, yeah, I'm going to take you out for this expensive thing, and then after the fact, oh, by the way, pay, you know, pay out. Maybe it was one of those, thing- those things where he was uh, uh, he was expecting to get some, and she's like, oh, you know, I just don't think we're there yet. Maybe you can just take me home after dinner. That'd be great. And he'd probably, oh, okay. All right. Well, y- your total comes up to, you know. Right. Yeah, that, that may- that's got to be it. Although I imagine that when when you present them with the check at the end of it, that also doesn't increase your chances of getting laid in the future. Yeah, you are pretty much uh, you're going home with dry pee pee. Uh, my ex gave me a candle lotion set that I gave his mom for Christmas. <laughs> we talked about regifting. That's the worst regifting. He's like, oh yeah, I gave that to your mom, and now uh, you're giving it to me. You you loser. Yeah, I feel like it makes it that much worse when the regifting is a gift that you a are taking from somebody else that you're regifting to the person who gave the original gift. Like, right. are you really expecting to get away with this? Or I mean, we've all I feel like regifted at one point or another, but not back to the person who originally gave them the gift to begin right, with. Right? Yeah. Do do your homework. Make fi- make sure you know who gave that to you in the first place. Exactly. Or you're gonna have a really bad time. Uh, my ex gave me chocolate and roses, which sounds sweet, except for he knew I was super allergic to roses and lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh God! You, you gotta, you gotta do a little bit better at that. You, you gotta know these things going in. Like, hey, I'm 
deathly allergic to roses and chocolate, maybe you know, maybe skip all that stuff for the yeah, Valentine's right. Day this year. Oh no, here you go. Here's some roses and chocolate. Enjoy, you, you asshole. You son of a bitch. One person writes in and says, I got chocolates from the dollar store, and my boyfriend had eaten most of them before he gave them to me. I've heard that many times. The guy just has no self-control. Been there, done that. <laughs> no, I, I I usually don't do that until after the fact. Yeah. Th- then I just eat all the chocolates after, after I've already gifted them to her. Th- then I don't feel quite so bad about it. It still looks good when it, you know, when I show up there. Yeah, well, there was one time uh, Dorothea, I bought her uh, Lindor chocolates. And oh, yeah. And up. Uh, sneaking a couple after I had given them to her, but they're Lindor, man. I, I exactly. Like if I'm, I was if I'm a, yeah, if I'm gonna steal the chocolates, it's at least gonna be good stuff. It's not gonna be like Brock's or Whitman's, right? No, if, if you're gonna do it, do it right or don't do it at all. For Valentine's Day, I, I received a care package from my ex, and it contained fake flowers, cotton candy, and a letter stating that we, he wanted to break up. <laughs> well. That's that's one way to do it. What's it with the people who like break like have to break up with their their people on Valentine's Day? Like that's just a crappy thing to do. Yeah, it's probably like there's never a a good time to break up. But I feel like Christmas and Valentine's Day are the two worst times to do it. Right. That that that's when the guy's trying to be a douchebag. He's probably telling, "I'm going to break up with her on on Valentine's Day," and then still go out and get some on Valentine's night. Yeah. Right. The worst Valentine's Day present I ever got was finding out I was married. I was a married man's side chick. <laughs> How do you not know somebody's married? I mean, it's usually the sides are man. all there. Like I feel like this happens more often than. I mean, God, we've done enough unsolicited advice on this show where yeah. that's been an issue that's come up. <laughs> where people who are married are involved with somebody else and they're writing in for advice because you know. They just didn't think that, well, maybe I shouldn't be messing around with, you know, a, another, you know, a married person. Uh, people are not the are not some intelligent. Are, the, love love is blind. Lust is Helen Keller. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get anything because my ex-boyfriend's birthday was on Valentine's Day. He said that it was his day. <laughs> well, I mean... When you are unfortunate enough to have the birthday on that day, yeah. Well, did you get him anything? Like, (laughs) (laughs) well, because you know, a lot of times women don't get guys uh, things for Valentine's Day because number one, we don't care about it like that much, and it's Valentine's Day is just not geared towards the men. No, it it, just it just isn't. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, Rachel, I think is Rachel's every year that we've ever. Celebrate Valentine's Day together. She's always gotten me stuff. Yeah, but I I can imagine there's a lot of a lot of guys whose girls don't do anything for them on Valentine's Day, and that kind of like okay, birthdays are one thing, but like come on, yeah. I mean, and then finally, the, <laughs> even if it's just steak and a beer, <laughs> that's right. That's on March 14th. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. All right, then the last one has got to be the best one. It just simply says, "I got a 24 pack of instant oatmeal." <laughs> Nothing says romance like like instant oatmeal. Oh, brown sugar and cinnamon. Oh, how did you know? It's my favorite. It's probably like the variety pack. So, you know, it's got the brown sugar and cinnamon, the apple one that's good, but then it's got like the peach, peach and cream. Nobody likes the peach, peaches and cream. Tastes like vomit. Yeah, no one wants that. There you go. <laughs> so at least 
if you're as good at giving gifts as Ab and I are, or somehow worse, at least you can't do worse than these people have. Man, I, I, I'm amazed sometimes that we haven't been canceled yet, but I guess we'd have to have been relevant first. <laughs> We're canceling the happy, the happy hour athlete uh, show. What is it? Where's it going? What, what, who what are those they? guys? Where are they at again? It doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't remember who they are. <laughs> but they're canceled. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a, a really uplifting story for you on this Valentine's Day, man. I could use one. A romance novelist has gone missing two weeks before she's set to appear in court over parking in the middle of a road and engaging in a police chase. Fifty-two-year-old Felina Hopkins who made waves when she successfully trademarked the word cocky in 2018, someone better tell Kid Rock about that, <laughs> hasn't been seen for more than 10 days. She was confronted by police January 27th when park service officers said she was parked in the road at Grand Teton National Park. She fled and took police on a 24-mile police chase that ended when they used spike strips to deflate her tires. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing a romance novel about the whole thing. And there I was, the moonlight flashing on the road. I was just trying to find my way. Away. Red and blue lights just piercing my Breasts just <laughs> glowing in the red and blue lights. <laughs> the spike strips just penetrated, just deeply penetrated my tires. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know you could... <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's so, so much about that, but the fact that you apparently tried to, or successfully trademarked the word cocky is amazing to me. And then look at this picture and tell me if this is someone that you think should be trademarking a w the word cocky. Oh, she, she looks guano loco. I, yeah, she, she does. I, I'm not sure if that's a... I don't know if that's the mug shot or what. I feel like... <laughs> I can't believe he caught me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you guys are all going to end up in my book. Yeah, like she's already... You know she's already plotting. Like. Oh, yeah. She's got a whole series planned. One about the, you know, the chase. One about the court. One about, you know, when she actually ends up in prison. Yeah. Like, there's a whole series of <laughs> Harlequin novels that really just here comes that women, woman on woman prison book that she's been wanting to write. Right. <laughs> this is all just research. Yeah. She she just really wanted an excuse to write this book, and now she has the personal experience to do so. <laughs> Scissoring in the shower by whatever her name is. <laughs> God, I don't even remember it now. <laughs> it's not a name I had ever heard of at any rate, honestly. When it, you know, it, it not not someone who really comes to mind when you right. think romance novels. No, I, I I figure she's just trying to she's gonna try and you know seduce the jail guard and write it write that write some <laughs> fan fiction about that or whatever. <laughs> As the judge ogled me up and down, I felt myself just so exposed to him, and with he gripped his hard gavel and gave it a couple strokes and slammed it down. <laughs> they led me away in cuffs. I admittedly, I was kind of into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was deloused. Deloused in every way possible. <laughs> well, someone had to, had to do something about the crabs, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you for, for getting that looked at. It is happy hour. He is Adam Harahuck. I'm Sean Gantwell on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. If you haven't gotten your Valentine a gift, here are some <laughs> options of what not to do. <laughs> I've probably done all of these. <laughs> I don't think you've done number one. 
you're not a you're not a big arrogant person like this son of a bitch was. Oh, I'm a, I'm a pretty arrogant sob. <laughs> this woman says I got a T-shirt with a picture of my boyfriend on it, and it had a poem on the back detailing how awesome and sweet he was. <laughs> wow, really? You're driving the point home, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty amazing. I know. <laughs> This one, she says, uh, I was about to move eight, this different story. I was about to move eight hours away for a life-saving lung transplant and was on oxygen 24-7. My boyfriend of four years bought me jeans because he was tired of me, quote, not caring about my appearance and wanting me to dress nicer. <laughs> so you moved away and immediately dumped him, right? Oh, immediately. I was like, oh, you get out of my house. My God, can you imagine being that... Like, you just don't care enough about the way you look. Like, I'm literally dying. Yeah. What a jackass. My first boyfriend in high school gave me a shoebox, not wrapped or anything, just an old shoebox filled with latex condoms and lube. <laughs> that was it. Well, at, <laughs> at least he was nice enough to remember lube. I mean, <laughs> could be a lot worse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, be like, oh, thanks. This is going to come in real handy when I'm breaking up with you and going with somebody else. You jackass. <laughs> a shoebox full of condoms. Just a shoebox. Just a busted-ass shoebox full of rubbers and lube. Right. Can uh, you imagine? Lady says, uh, this girl says, my boyfriend drew pictures of people having sex in different positions. It was awkward. Apparently, this guy just has, a, has his own little fetish and decided to share it with you. <laughs> I got a used stained coffee mug and a tiny box of chocolates that were drawn over it with marker. I thought it was cute until I noticed that the scribbles were covered, were covering writings that said "Happy Valentine's Day, Love Grandma." <laughs> First wow. of all, you're re-gifting Valentine's candy. Yeah, from your grandmother. That's that's nasty. First of all, why why is your grandma sending you Valentine's Day stuff? That's, right. That's just that's just bad. Uh, oh, <laughs> all I got was an e-card that said, "Just remember, this Valentine's Day, blowjobs are like flowers for men." Then he showed up two hours later, two hours late for our Valentine's date. That sounds like he already got a BJ from somebody else, right? Just, just just shows up and just drops trousers immediately. Oh, and this guy. So my, you are we <laughs> gonna, you gonna do this or what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> here we go. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. That bouquet doesn't seem to be get, growing any bit. You know, <laughs> uh, my ex gave me a handful of seeds. He said he was allergic to flowers, so I could grow my own. <laughs> they were even in a bag or anything. He just took them out of his pocket. <laughs> That's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> oh Jesus! My boyfriend of four years printed out printed out twelve red roses on printer paper and laid them on the floor, and that was it. No note, just twelve pieces of paper. <laughs> well, maybe didn't have a whole lot of money. Maybe, it was, maybe in that situation. Right, roses like, ain't cheap, man. No, no kidding. I don't even want to know what they cost now. I don't either. Like, I got a thing uh, from a flower shop here in town, and for like two for two actual roses and whatever the little you know baby's breath. Uh, probably I. I don't know flowers. Like, like, dude. To be honest with you, like, <laughs> I see flowers. I think okay, you know, out in the yard or whatever. Like, okay, we're running this over with the mower. Like I'm, I'm that guy. I don't, I don't know a damn thing about them. I don't pretend to be an expert on them. <laughs> but like two of those with like the glass vase and a little plush, you know, cute bear, whatever. It's like thirty something bucks now. Like, oh my god, good lord. <laughs> like I could have just done the whole, you know, a regular bouquet, a probably a full bouquet would probably been even more expensive, admittedly, for something that's gonna die in two weeks. Exactly. One last one. 
My ex got me knee-high striped socks because he said I'd look sexy in them. I thought, in fact, I think we've said, we've talked about this before. I thought it was kind of cute until he bought a nearly identical but slightly racier pair for his platonic friend for her birthday. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> yeah, when when the uh, when the female best friend is getting better gifts than you are, um, I don't know how to break this to you, but he's effing her. He's yeah, absolutely that. effing her. Absolutely. It's happy- cheated on, girl. Yep, exactly. It is happy hour at Solid State Radio. Stick around. We'll be back to put a nice, neat little bow on this thing on the other side. Solid State Radio gets to get the hell out of Dodge here on a Tuesday afternoon and turn things over to, um, what is it you're doing, Solid State, uh, you're sneaking, uh, sneaking drugs into the U.S. or something? Yeah. yeah. Solid State with, drug with, mule. With balloons, but apparently that deal's going straight to hell. Ah, well, sorry, I guess I probably wasn't supposed to talk about that on the air, huh? <laughs> My dreams were deflated. Poor Adam. <laughs> You do have a full hour of local original music coming up, though. So you've yes, got I that do. to look forward to. Uh, a love oriented. A love oriented. Every song, every local original song in there has the word love in it. So it it's going to be pretty annoying for you single people. Yeah, it, it really is. Here, just go, go get yourself some of those, uh, you know, heart shaped antacids to, <laughs> you know, calm you down to, to, to cheer yourself up. The ones that, you know, the, the 21st century ones that now say, text me. Uh, BRB and <laughs> yeah, they, they actually updated the yes, the, the antacid hearts. Yeah. yeah, they said like text me. Uh, uh, what's your pronouns? Louis C.K. Stop it. <laughs> Send nudes. Like, Send nudes. <laughs> like like I assume that's just what it turned into. Honestly. <laughs> Whip it out. <laughs> Whip it out. See if she likes it. Are you 18? Uh. <laughs> On that note, enjoy yeah. the rest of your Valentine's Day, everybody. Sessions is up next. I'll be in well. Us miserable bastards will be back here tomorrow afternoon at 3. See ya.